Hello everyone, welcome to Everything here. I'm your host, Zachary the Duke. I'm your host, Jaden Cron, and this week we are talking about Paradise Found, a 2003 movie starring Kiefer Sutherland. I've heard of him. Yeah, I think, you know, I've only seen him in a couple movies, but I think he's really good. I think I'd like to start a podcast about him. I think I'd like to do 69 episodes. That's right, baby. It's episode That's 69. Right. We here. We made it. We're out here. We made the only milestone that really matters. This is the last episode. It's not, but it should it's, be. This is as our. As much as I wish this is the last episode, it is not. <laughs> this is our magnum opus. Yeah. Which Speaking ties in, yeah. Opuses. This movie is about uh, painting and artwork. It sure so, is. Kiefer Sutherland plays Paul. Is it. Gauguin? Uh, let me just hold on. Paul is, because he's a real-life painter. He is. Um, not Kiefer Sutherland. He might be, the you never know. He's playing in the movie. Gauguin, uh, yeah. Gauguin. Gauguin. Paul Gauguin. Paul, Paul Gauguin. Gauguin. Paul Gauguin. Paul Gauguin. This is a Peggy good podcast. Big <laughs> <Pay> Gauguin. <laughs> okay. Paul Gauguin is a French guy. Uh, uh, is he ever? Hanging out in France. Um, played by Kiefer Sutherland. And uh, even though the movie isn't structured this way, I'm just going to tell you his life story quickly. Do it. Uh, so he was a stockbroker in France, married a Danish Gross. woman from Copenhagen. Um... Then he was he met Pizarro, another famous painter in the Pizarro. Pizarro. Oh. That's like my favorite DC supervillain. Um, you know what? <laughs> yes, it is. So he meets Pizarro, and he's like, "Wow, I really like your work." And Pizarro's like, "Nobody likes my work. I suck." And so the dude's like, "Well, that sucks." Anyway, they become friends eventually. Paul Gauguin, Paul Gauguin, Gauguin. Gets, the, gets the idea to become a painter himself. Um, so he starts painting. This causes troubles in his family. Eventually, his you know because he quits his job as a stockbroker, and then he eventually decides, screw this, I need to go to Tahiti. Don't we all? Uh, for my to learn. Uh, to be a real artist so he goes to Tahiti kind of has a miserable time uh, but he experiences true he makes true art there I guess he goes back uh, he's still his, him and his wife still aren't on great terms and he has an exhibition and everyone's like wow your art sucks and he's like maybe maybe it does but I believe in myself and then he goes back to Tahiti and yeah that's really it that really is it I do love, so I was like reading his biography while I was watching the movie. Yeah. Um, and I really love the way the Wikipedia page describes the bit where he goes to Denmark and sells tarps and things. Yeah. Because in the, in the, on Wikipedia, it's just like, yeah, yeah, here we go. Uh, Gauguin had moved with his family to Copenhagen, Denmark, where he pursued a business career as a tarp salesman. It was not a success. He could not speak Danish, and the Danes did not want French, want French tarps. Nobody wants French tarps. Come on. Come on. Nobody wants want the tarp. tarp. I don't want no tarp. No. 
Oui, oui. Fun fact, in the couple moments of us doing our bad, fake, funny uh, mm -hmm. French accents, that's more French accents than there are in the movie. Well, I mean, some of the characters kind of do it. Kiefer does not in any way. Kiefer, Pizarro, um, like, almost, I don't know. Yeah. The wife the does... The wife does a bit, like a very um, small bit, like to the point where, like, I until she, she was was on screen for a little bit, I did not realize they were in France mm, because it did not. No. It said Paris. I mean, I Jaden, I don't pay attention. <laughs> that could have been Paris anywhere. That could have been Paris. It could have been Paris, Texas. Another yeah. film. Could have been anywhere. Could have been anywhere. I mean, I yeah, it was like, because I mean, even if it says Paris. In which I didn't. Who, who's to say if it did really? But uh, yeah, it's one of those everywhere in Europe is England kind of deals. Well, I, that. I thought it, I fully thought it was New York because Kiefer was just doing just a Kiefer accent. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what do you think I, of this film? It was okay. It was I fine. I, it. I, you know what? I went into this thinking, oh, this has like bad reviews. It's gonna be boring and awful. It was. It was okay. I'm. I think another Kiefer movie I would compare this to would be, oh, to end all wars. I think the, the one about the POWs. Really, I I was thinking you know, more like a little bit, but this is better than that. Yeah, I was. Sure. I don't um, know if I'd say that. I was thinking more River Clean, kind of yeah. like similar subject matter. Yeah, more well, of they're, a they're period all about, piece. Yeah, that is true. Um, I'd say that these. The, all three of the movies kind of form a Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I'd say that this was my the one that I think I liked the most out of the three, That's fair. just because Kiefer features so much in it. That That's is it. very true. He Sto is story wise, this front is and center. It's a little. It's so muddled. I don't know why it thinks that the double narrative thing because no. half the movie is him in Tahiti and the other half is hit leading up to him going to he yeah. Tahiti. And it and it doesn't serve anything. It switches back back and forth. It kind of does the the thing that Little Women does, where it's like, here's him at this age, and then we're cutting to uh, kind of a parallel uh, when he's younger, but it's not. It doesn't do it well. So, I, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I would. I was gonna say Godfather Two. Okay, uh, I haven't. That's fair. That's don't fair. don't tell the film people; they'll take away my my diploma. Damn. Um, yeah, it's. Yeah, it, you know, it's definitely. I will say though, for a movie that's trying to take itself very seriously, it's only an hour and, and a half. So thank mm -hmm. you a lot. Thank you. God, Oof. I just nothing. This nothing else. This podcast has just made me, just appreciate, just an hour and a half movie like oh my if you make an hour that's two hours long, a movie that's two hours long it's it better damn well movie. be good yeah it better be I... oceans 11 or nothing else <laughs> yeah it's uh like Kiefer does I, I, I mostly just had fun watching Kiefer walk around in a bunch of different mm -hmm. outfits like and do you know go through the Kiefer motions with... yes Ooh, okay, we have Kiefer breakdown scene. Yes, oh, the Kiefer classic yelling. Kiefer cry. The Kiefer cry is here. We have the Kiefer yelling like Jack Bauer bits. Classic. Kiefer snickering like an evil guy a bit. Like You gotta. His hearty, his hearty man laugh. Oh. There's also a lot of different looks. Like there's um, yeah. well-kempt, uh, you know, 
classy stockbroker Kiefer. And Where then he's there's... looking exactly like Paul Gauguin. Gauguin. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture of Paul Gauguin right now, and it's a pretty good... The Wikipedia one where he's on yeah. the chair. It's a pretty good picture, first face, of all. And it's, it's really good. But it's also it's a pretty good uh, like resemblance with the Kiefer's outfit. Mm-hmm. But then when he's on the when he's in Tahiti and he's got like the long the, hair. The long hair, but it doesn't... <laughs> also, one thing good. that I noticed, you remember Kiefer's mustache in uh, Article 99? You're right. That's exactly yes, what it it's is. The yes, same. it looks it looks very similar. We get a bunch of different Kiefer facial. So really, I mean, honestly, this. if you're a Kiefer fan, you gotta watch this just for like the range of Kiefer. Yeah, I think I think I mostly appreciated this movie as a Kiefer fan to be like, oh, yeah. look, it's him doing all these things. I like to see him do much in the way that uh, Paul Gauguin uh, puts out a gallery of art. Kiefer puts out a gallery of looks in this film. Yeah, there we you got him. Uh, interesting um, um, fact. So Donald Sutherland, who you may know as Kiefer Sutherland's father, mm-hmm. also played Paul Gauguin in a film in yeah, the 80s. Yeah, that's which wild. weird. Which lends further credence to my suggestion that I want to watch a bunch of Donald Sutherland movies. <laughs> Listen, we we might get there. But then we'd also have to, we'd have to do a series on the hunger games and i don't know if that's Uh, something we're prepared for yeah anyway um what do you think i love the i also thought that i liked the the australian guy he was funny oh yeah yeah he's good that guy was good the the kiefer's like kind of friend kind of just drinking body on on tahiti yeah the old man who brought him to tahiti and he's like Oh. I'm gonna go kill the priest. Yeah. And then he the almost kills like the passed out on the floor, and then he realizes, wait a minute, he's gone to go kill the priest. Oh, there's gunshots. He's actively trying to kill the priest. Huh. Yeah. huh. So we should get to the undertones of this film. Yeah. Uh, it is about colonization of Polynesian islands, specifically Tahiti. Um, mm, Kiefer goes there good. and he sees the, uh, the missionaries burning, uh, an idol from the, the people from the island and mm-hmm. Kiefer don't, doesn't like that. Um, so he kind of makes it his mission to paint the paint, like the remaining idols to like keep preserve them historically. Uh, which is you know fine and dandy. There is though some you know less great stuff, just in the form of uh, the woman who mm. just lives with him and is naked yeah. occasionally. It's it's the way that she's. I think the worst part about her is the way she's introduced. Yeah, Kiefer just wakes up and she's in bed with him. Yeah, and then she's just kind of there for like a good chunk of the movie. It's like oh. She doesn't really Who say is she? Or, or do anything. I guess she's just here now. Oh, I guess he's sponge bathing her. That's okay. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. Huh. There is the one scene where there's a cross burning, but not a cross burning. It's like an anti-racism cross burning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep well, her interesting. takes a cross from a church and then burns it. 
And then he yells to the priest, he's like, how does that feel? How does that feel, huh? Damn. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> that movie happened. It's like, it's pretty aimless. Yeah. That's a big critique of it, is it just kind of, they wanted to take this man's whole ass life and put it into one movie. Yeah. Um, which I think, I mean, on one hand, I think, I think it's kind of neat that they wanted to at least provide context for why he's in Tahiti. But for me, those two parts of the movie never really feel like they link up or are really about, like, it's like, oh, I want to achieve things. Wow. Colonialism's bad. Oh, I want to achieve things. And my wife hates me. Oh, colonialism's still bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I, obviously I, I'm not sure if the movie was trying to say when so like there's a part where the woman who he loves in tahiti takes him to an idol in the forest so he can paint it but like then it leads um all the you know it leads the missionary and his buddies up there and they like (laughs) i was quite a scene they just kind of shoot it over and over again (laughs) with like they're they're like i they're like rifles, the but rifles, like it's like yeah. the ni- the eighteen nineties at the latest. So like, no, yeah. it's much earlier than that. So it's like, huh? Just kind of yeah. a weird scene, very two thousand three esque. And then she gets mad at him, just kind of leaves. But then she's just fine a few scenes later. Yeah, yeah, but her getting mad at him, I just wonder. Like, I wonder if that's and maybe this is. I kind of read it as, even though the whole rest of the movie, I think, undermines this, but, like, that even his his attempts to paint these things historically in his own voice is mm. still destroying it. Yes. But it I is... don't think that's what the movie's No, really I don't think it's smart enough for that, but I do think that's it's... a fair reading. Especially by the end when it's, like, I don't know, when he's doing his final... And this movie has so much generic... Well, it feels generic to me, but just kind of like, ooh, this is the tribal music with the mm. the kind of vaguely indigenous drums and a lot of higher vocalization and harmony. We all know and stuff, the one. Man. We all know the like very brother bear. Uh, the hits of uh, the hits. white uh, white guilt films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely pulling a bunch of that. Um, and he, he paints this thing, and it's like, damn, you know, he had to he he found true art in Tahiti. Good <laughs> the for him. white man found his art. Yeah, it's it's yeah. all very. I mean, to be fair, it's based on a real guy, but yeah, it's all very kind of like white savior esque. Yeah, yeah, it, but at art because yeah, we got I mean, like save people as well. People literally um, would. According to Wikipedia, it seems that he was kind of the start of a an art movement called primitivism. Mm, don't love that. I don't love that. No, I'm not um, wild about that. Yeah, he does like kind of. There is a point part where he's like talking about you know it's primitive. You know it's it's primitive society. It's like okay, bud. Yeah, we yeah, get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, let's see. Is there, oh, there. Okay. So. <laughs> There's this part where at the end, where he he's back from Tahiti, showing off all his work, 
Um, and everyone, and then everyone just starts laughing because this one woman's like, "That's a red dog," and everyone just starts losing it and just walks out. And it's like, what, what, what is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah, maybe yeah. it was just easier to make people laugh because. Uh, yeah, for, just a red dog. Well, I mean, for me, it was more that just like to me that came across more as like the script writer, the screenplay writer was just like okay, we need to make the audience see that he isn't liked during his time. How, yeah. do, how do I do that? How do we communicate this really quickly? Also, I need to finish this script in five minutes. Yeah. Or I'm fired. It's a it's red a dog. Red dog. Like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is it a keeper though? I know it's red dog, but is it a keeper? I'm very conflicted. This is I'm gonna, very on the edge. I'm going to say yes because, as I've said yeah. before, I feel like we got to take him where we can get him. I agree. This was yeah. this, this you know this one surprised me. I was not looking forward to it, and it was fine. So you know what? See, Thank you. This really was. We did really find paradise and paradise what, found. What was motivating me to watch this one was honestly just the idea of Kiefer and period clothes. I'm that not is lie. true. Like I want more period like, piece Kiefer. It's. Oh, it's powerful. And not Cowboys again. Yeah, Don't exactly. Cowboys again. I mean, most of the Cowboy movies he's been in. Has he been in a period? Yeah, he's been in um, Young Guns and Young Guns 2 and soon to be Young Guns yeah. 3 maybe. Uh, but he other knows. than that, even the Cowboy movies he's been in have been contemporary. Anyways, we're moving on yeah. to taglines. Um, we got three this time. What lucky boys we are. What lucky boys. Ooh. <laughs> the- <laughs> God, this the sensual journey of one of the most influential oh, artists of our time. Of our time? <laughs> of our time. Of that's, our time? I mean, that's a fair point, but, like, there are other words to focus on in that that is, that are wild. Oh, yeah, I mean, sensual. Nothing yes. about this is, nothing about this is. I mean, wild. you know, there is. He There's does a paint and nude, but... so, you know. He yeah. sought greatness and found the soul of the world. Yeah, that's so very... Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Wait. revolution. At what price? <laughs> like, I guess. Not really. Yeah, I think this movie's definitely better if you just don't... <laughs> if you, you don't... Just kinda, if you don't take any of the context, you're just like, oh, this is kind of fun. Well, it's a good thing subtext doesn't exist. Subtext isn't real, yeah, nothing's... Uh, but you know, it is real. Amazon. Uh, Jeffy Bezos out of the picture, but he's, we still got reviews, th- thank goodness. Jeffy Bezos is moving to a different place in the picture, out of the limelight. I don't care. We're mo- we're doing reviews. That's fair. We're starting with Keith Def- Defio. It's a five-star Ooh. review. Okay. Ooh. Reviewed in the United States on August 14th, 2019. Okay. Oh. Give me one sec here. It's a five-star review. This is uh, this one comes to us from Diana Prince, not not Wonder Woman. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds like a familiar name. Not. No, it nor is it Princess Diana. It's, it's just... not Princess Di. No. She didn't fake um, her death to uh, secretly review movies on on Amazon. Three stars, huh. moderate paradise found. Shut up. <laughs> Reviewed in the United States on May 7th, 2007. 
led by an excellent performance by Natasia Kinski wow. and a usual performance by Kiefer Sutherland. Paradise Found is the story of Paul Gauguin, a stockbroker that became now what we now know as celebrated impressionist artist. I'm sorry, the shade. She flayed him alive. <laughs> Diana, you didn't have to do that. Anyway, um, the movie moves between his episodes of his well-to-do family life as a stockbroker, <clears throat> as a starving artist separated from his wife and children, and as a crazed white artist on a South Seas <laughs> island with his native girl lover. It's these South Seas <laughs> scenes that are the most annoying, but where Gauguin paints what is now some of his most celebrated work. <clears throat> The best scenes in the movie, however, are with Miss Kinski. She shines as Mrs. Gauguin through various emotions, settings of rich and poor, as a travailed but loving wife and mother. Get the movie for her performance. This is definitely one of her best, even if her screen time is not much as it was in, say, Cat People. Damn. Yeah. Okay, well, we got a review from The Oil Painter. Three-star review. Kiefer should have been given an Oscar. <laughs> Reviewed uh, in, the, in the United States on June 27, 2007. Sure, there are some slow areas, but Kiefer's crying scene was the most real crying scene I've ever seen to this day by a man. I think it was Oscar-worthy. Not wow. acting crying, but I felt he was doing a natural crying I felt he was doing a natural crying that would take place at that kind of moment. If you're an artist, you will like this movie because of the artist's struggle. Mate, you need to see more Kiefer Sutherland then. Yeah, but You're going to love him. Yeah. This is how he cries. This one comes to us from Blues Man. Uh, oh, he misspelled Gauguin. Gauguin! It says, it says Gauguin. Paul Gauguin. <laughs> Five God, stars. What can no I say? Place. Kiefer Sutherland did a great job portraying Paul Ga Paul Gauguin. If you are an artist, you'll love it. If not, you'll probably walk away not getting it. Great God, movie to learn more about up. the artist. Oh my! Uh, get over yourself. Get over yourself. Well, this we have comes to us oh. from. Oh no! Never mind. That one wasn't good. Okay. Well, we got one from Vampire Girl. Ooh. Five stars. Paradise found. Review the United States on March 21st, 2007. This is a very good movie if you like Kiefer Sutherland and art. This is based on oh, a true person. I found it very informative. Mm. Okay. I, I have two really short ones really quickly. First one comes to us from Len Powell. Five stars. Scenery in Tahiti. Good insight into well-known artist Paul Gauguin. Lovely scenes of Tahiti and the South Seas. Australian actors in film. The next one comes to us from Anne K. Gallagher. Five stars. Oh, uh, watermelon smash. Paradise found movie. Nice to see Kiefer in other parts than Jack Bauer. It shows once again what a great actor he is. I think people would enjoy this movie. Paradise is out there. It truly is. It really is. Damn. Damn. I hope you all can find your own para para paradise. Oh, okay. Um, that's the song, right? Yep. Okay, good. You did it. You got I it. I did it. Good job. I'm good job. a big boy. Uh, Special boy. Uh-oh. Are we moving on to news? Yeah, let's move on to news. Okay, Jaden, so uh, we're at the Kiefer News Desk. Uh, you have brought 
forward a piece of news here. I don't know yeah. if you would like to go ahead and present it with this the class. One, this one is filed not under actual <laughs> legitimate news, but is filed under weird internet journalism that we have to nitpick that happens to be related to Keeper Sutter. I don't think we, we're nitpicking, but go on. It's true that we're tearing apart. Um, so this article is titled Jack Bauer. How did Jack Bauer's wife die? Okay, so mild spoilers going ahead if you haven't seen the first <laughs> season of 24. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, and this is interesting because, as Zach mentioned, Jack Bauer's wife dies in the first season of 24. Yeah, this is not a question. This is not a, this is, yeah, this so is, I'm just going to read the article now. Please do. Jack Bauer, played by Kiefer Sutherland, was sure the is. star of 24, a drama yeah. which ran for nine seasons until it came to an end more than a decade ago. Yeah, it really did, huh? But even now, fans still talk about 24 as the season series is available to purchase on Amazon Prime. Yep. One tragic why. element of the show which sticks out in fans' minds is what happened to Jack's wife, Terry, played by Leslie Hope. Jack and Terry met after he left the army and she was working as a graphic artist in Los Angeles. The couple soon married and ha had daughter Kimberly Bauer 15 years prior to the events of season one. Six She's months 15? before the... Oh, go on. Six months before the series, Jack and Terry decided to separate, and he had an affair with CTU, counter-terrorist unit colleague Nina Myers. So it's just, just before the premiere, Jack moved back into his family home so he and Terry could start repairing their relationship. He was called into work. I'm just... This is um, This is just the assassination is... attempt on Senator David Palmer. He's a boy. In the process, though, a major secret was discovered, which resulted in Terry's death death. Jack discovered Nina was corrupt. He informed CTU of this and she lost her job. Ca Nina captured <laughs> she Terry. She didn't lose her job. She was arrested. And her deep cover in process and so wanted revenge. <laughs> Nina captured Terry and shot her in the chest at CTU. Yeah! <laughs> but when Jack realized his wife was in danger, it was too late as she was already dead. Still strapped to the chair, Jack cradled Terry's lifeless body in his arms as he cried and repeatedly said sorry to her. Canadian actress portrait Leslie Hope portrayed Terry in the first season. Besides from the crime drama, Hope is best known for playing Anita Gibbs in Suits. She also had a small recurring role as secretary of the Navy Sarah Porter and NCIS. Some of her other work includes The River, Tyrant Slasher, and Station 1924 is soon going to be added to Disney+. Plus. Um, more adult dramas will be added. There isn't too much longer to wait either, as it arrives on Tuesday, February 23rd. And then on the bottom, it says 24 is available to watch on Amazon Prime. So do you want me to watch it on Amazon Prime? Well, Jaden, you don't need to watch it now, because you just had a summary of the entire first season. Very true. What was the point of this article? That's like writing an yeah. article of, like, what happened to Obi-Wan Kenobi in, in Star Wars. Like, yeah, he died yeah, yeah. in this thing. Like, we saw. Like, what are we... you talking about? Also, spoiler yeah. alert for Star Wars. Sorry. sorry. I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> Sometimes I get, I get carried away. <laughs> uh, I'm, so, I now just, that I'm... I'm gonna look this up. Yeah, I think I found the I found the article, uh, the actual article from Daily Express because we were reading this on MSN. So uh, which this is, is just on the Daily Express. Yeah, here I'll, here's a link. Um, so I it's, just found it's it by too. Haley Anderson, who seems to cover uh, f film and television. 
<laughs> uh, and her other like articles are kind Dude, of just really like really good. Not... You know what happened to Josie in Riverdale? How many episodes oh. are in Firefly Lane? Oh, <laughs> how to watch every Grand Designs episode online? So Riverdale's I... new Reggie. Why was Reggie replaced? And who is Charles Melton? Who the hell is Charles Melton? Who does he think he is? I sweat the nerve of these people. Like. The Expanse Season 6 release date. Will there be another series of The Expanse? Like. Okay, I guess I'm. You know what? We should just become freelance writers. Yeah. Because apparently anyone can do this. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I'm sorry. Like, you know what? No, no shade to this person. They're making money doing this so like hey like honestly of all the things this is whatever but like what i'm just i'm so confused as to why and the thing is this was published today february the 4th 2021 so like Hmm. it's 20 days before it comes to disney plus yeah and like 10 years since the show went off the air like what so another thing on yeah. I just... um, do you want to know how many articles? Hey, oh, I would love to Express? know how many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell me the number because I'm looking at it. It's 1,962. <laughs> wow. And so the starting in 2011. She's published two, art- two articles tomorrow. <laughs> Obviously time difference in it's the London, UK. but you know. It's the principle yeah. of the thing, damn it. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah, I mean the other stuff is is pretty classic. Um clickbait. Like her old like I'm looking at her her first articles where it's like Hasselhoff performs at daughter's show What to Watch This Christmas Pensioner caught defacing family grave by spy camera. Oh the, the summer outfit that will take you from the office to the beach. And it's less than 20 pounds. And my personal favorite... Oh, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so I thought that this was, like, consistently for 10 years. Yes. But these first 10 articles take you to 2017. What the hell? So that means she's been... I don't know. (laughs) She's been more insane. She's done, like, almost 2,000 articles in... Four years. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Well, and I'll find what? when the spam really starts, because, like, it's, you know, in these times, it's, like, twice a month kind of a thing, even into 2018. That's too many. Oh, I think it starts in 20... I think, yeah, 2018, June 4th is when it starts. That's too many. Because she starts writing about Love Island. Okay, uh, well, that'll get you. And it's just, it's just, like... I'm seeing one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 14. It just keeps going in a row. Like she just wrote about Love Island through all of June 2018. Damn. Wow. Anyways, um talented. But my personal favorite of the of her first couple articles and we'll, then we'll move on. Yeah is Romeo and Juliet, as you have oh, never yes. seen it before. Toy Story meets Darth Vader. I hate... I mean, you know what? She's ahead of the curve on just being obnoxious and awful. 
I'll give her that. I don't know. Everything was obnoxious and awful, even in 2017. Yeah, but like in the specific. Oh, this is 2017. I thought this was one for 2011. Okay, yeah, no, that's very no. 20. She's not ahead of the curve on anything then. Um, no, not at all. We are moving on to our next segment, which is not a segment. It's where we decide what we're watching next week. Um, you have two choices. It's the reluctant fundamentalist, or an eye for an eye. Both. Eye for an eye. Okay, eye for an eye. I don't even know what Dust to dust, but hey, that one's on Google Play, and the other one's on iTunes, so thank you. Oh, good. I don't I, like using iTunes. The less I have to use iTunes, what the better. What I do like is our podcast art, and yeah. uh, I can thank Kaya for creating that fantastic podcast art, and I will thank her, so thank you to Kaya for a fantastic podcast art. You can go check out links to her other stuff mm. in the description. Mm. You can also find Kevin McLeod, who created the song Sox Rock and Roll, which is our intro and outro music every week. You can follow us on Twitter at HKPod and Instagram at HKPodcast. Yeah. Uh, it's popping off all the time, all day, every day. And you can send us a review on iTunes. Write us a review on iTunes. Send us a message on Anchor if you want to make an account, but you shouldn't, especially now with their stupid new logo, uh, which is still awful and I'm still mad about. Uh, you know, and so forth. Uh, I've been your host, Echolady. Crime, and this has been EBDB e- is actually where DB Cooper ended up. Not a lot of people yeah. know that. Yeah. That's where he parachuted into. Yeah. God, I want, you know, if there's an afterlife, I hope I get to find out what f- DB, DBDB Cooper did. Yeah. He's like Scooby Dooby Doo, but it's EBDB Cooper. Yeah. Okay, we can stop recording. I think that's gold. There we go, yeah.